I learned everything I know about how to be a good father from Joe Biden. He is the best father I know and the best role model I know. The New World Order. The New World Order. Wake, wake up! Wake up! We're in a lot of trouble! Hey everybody, Friday, February 3rd, 2023. So, in the headlines, today on this beautiful Friday, happy Friday, Ilan Omar is ousted from the Foreign Affairs Committee. And the squad freaks out. It's a bird, it's a plane. It's a fucking Chinese spy balloon over ICBM sites in Montana. Nothing to worry about here, folks. And a New York State college requires DEI and social justice courses to graduate. Also, be featuring a budget cigar I had last week, so stay tuned at the end of the podcast for that recommendation. So, let's get started on the news. So, from the Wall Street Journal is reporting Representative Ilan Omar ousted from Foreign Affairs Committee by the GOP. The Democratic lawmaker apologized for statements viewed as anti Semitic. Now, I agreed with Geraldo Rivera here that people have the right to criticize Israel, and that doesn't make you anti Semitic. But I don't believe Ilan Omar should be on the Foreign Affairs Committee for a variety of reasons. First of all, I don't, you know, it's one thing to lie to be elected to Congress, another one, It's another thing entirely if you're going to be breaking the law through fraud to get your brother into the country. So just to lead from the Wall Street Journal, House Republicans ousted Democratic Representative Ilan Omar from her position on the Foreign Affairs Committee in a vote Thursday citing her criticisms of Israel Israeli's government and past statements that were criticized as anti-Semitic. And the AP also reports House GOP votes to oust Democratic Omar from major committee. It's a major committee. And although you probably, everyone's already heard this and seen this, so I'm not gonna play the actual video, but the squad melts down over GOP kicking anti-Semite Ilan Omar off Foreign Affairs Committee. Cori Bush calls it white supremacy. AOC says it's targeting women of color and Rashida Taliba starts crying. And this is reported from the Daily Mail. Um, it was female hysterics. If, if you saw the video, if you haven't, you should check it out. It's probably um, on C-SPAN on YouTube. But it was just, it was, a, it was a mess. The shouting and shrieking and crying and, and foot stomping, it was just ridiculous. Just so Democrats know, you're out, we're in, live with it. If you were so worried about this shit happening, you should have checked yourself before you wrecked yourself. It's not, And it's not white supremacy. It has nothing to do with women of color. It has to do with her belligerent stance really it is quite treasonous more than anything else. Not against Israel, but all the squad statements about America and insisting on this white supremacy Bullshit. I'm not just saying that there aren't people that believe in white supremacy, but there's not a vein of white supremacy running through the institutions of America. It's just ridiculous. 
So on to the next major story. <laughs> Chinese, China is laughing at U.S. culture war erodes combat readiness as former Defense Secretary Miller's new book, uh, Soldier Secretary, hits shelves February 7th. Former Acting Defense Secretary Chris Miller said China must be laughing hysterically at the United States as senior Pentagon leaders get caught up in culture wars and warn that focus is hurting U.S. combat readiness. Of course it is. And you don't want to know why else China is laughing? The Wall Street Journal reporting Chinese spy balloon tracked over U.S. this week. The incident comes days before Secretary of State Anthony Blinken to visit China. I wonder if Anthony Blinken is even going to, you know, bring this up. AP Pentagon Chinese spy balloon spotted over western U.S., specifically over Montana's ICBM sites. Then you might not have heard this. Barron's is reporting from the AFP. China, Canada says potential second incident linked to spy balloon. And they report uh, Canada said Thursday it was working with the United States to track a high-altitude surveillance balloon and it was monitoring a second, a potential second incident. High-altitude surveillance balloon was detected and its movements are being actively tracked. Canadians are safe because they're aligned with the communist Chinese. Gateway Pundit, Canada monitoring potential second incident of Chinese spy balloon. And from Fox News, Montana Senator Danes alarmed at Chinese spy balloon says significant concern that ICBM fields targeted. Montana Representative Rosendale denounces spy balloon as clear example of Chinese aggression. Montana's Republican Senator Steve Dane sent a letter to the Department of Defense demanding answers on the suspected Chinese spy balloon spotted over his state. The Montana Republican called the high-altitude Chinese balloon a concerning event and told Austin, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, the fact that this balloon was occupying Montana airspace creates significant concern that Maelstrom Air Force Base and the United States Intercontinental Ballistic Missile ICBM fields are the targets of this intelligent ga intelligence gathering mission. Of course it is. <laughs> no, but wait, from the AP, China, balloon over U.S. skies is for research, and the wind pushed it. And I'll just read the lead here. China said Friday that a balloon spotted over American airspace was used for weather research and was blown off course despite U.S. suspicion it was spying the discovery further strain, already tense relations between Beijing and Washington. You know... <laughs> You know what this is concerning. First of all, this is the takeaway. China shares its uh, geospatial intelligence with Russia. So the fact that the Chinese seem to be spying on the intercontinental ballistic missile sites in the U.S. ahead of Russia threatening to use nuclear weapons is of grave concern. Anybody that really is considering that this is just a weather balloon or whether this shouldn't be of any concern or the fact that the United States under the Democrats is, are completely cucked to the Chinese, this is the problem. People have to realize that we're in a serious state of war. It's fourth or if you even believe in fifth generational warfare that we're losing that the fact is the Democrats particularly, but rhino Republicans as, as well, the Uniparty, have left the back door open 
to the United States and allowed the Chinese to walk right in. So the Chinese actually, the communist Chinese have the upper hand here and they're readying for the coup de grace. And people don't realize that it's not gonna be much of a fight, we're gonna be decapitated and, and the actuality of it is we're gonna lose. And then the new world order will move forward with Chinese style government ruling the world. It's gonna be authoritarian playbook. And on the heels of that will come another pandemic, which will say we need this kind of authoritarianism because of a scary virus. So from the AFP, moving the goalposts, NFL scare reveals conspiracy playbook. So this is about uh, DeMar Hamlin. Okay, so conspiracy theorists who blamed NFL player DeMar Hamlin's cardiac arrest on the COVID-19 vaccine, who would ever consider that? When we've already had the admission that it causes myocarditis, and is causing a cardiac arrest, but are, are blaming it. At least they didn't say, uh, <laughs> at least they didn't say uh, that uh, false, false, falsely blaming or unfounded, unfounded claims have doubled down on their claims despite his speedy recovery, insisting he secretly died in an elaborate cover-up involving deep fake videos and other deceptive means. On January 22nd, less than a month after the 24-year-old Buffalo Bills safety collapsed during a game against the Cincinnati Bengals, Hamlin watched the team's rematch from the stadium suite with fans cheering his return to the public. But across the internet, the uh, anti-vaccine activists and dis disinformers homed in, it's honed, not homed, there's a misspelling here, honed in on a blurry footage, distant camera angles, and a mask Hamlin wore. Why would he be wearing a mask? Cover his face. But one people, uh, one person I heard even commenting is what happened to his tattoos? He was missing tattoos because people were uh, uh, comparing his very ornate tattoos that he had with the what seemed like a body double. And the fact is I already had doubts that this, that he recovered because they claimed that he recovered and he was walking around and everything, but it didn't have video showing such until he returned to the stadium. And that's when, oh, and then he had to be masked and it just seems all, all very fishy. So I'm one of those people. I still have not seen any proof that DeMar Hamlin is alive far right Radio host Stu Peters wrote three days later on Telegram demanding that Hamley cut a video to prove he was alive. That's what I thought. If he recovered and he put out on social media that he was very thankful for all the prayers and stuff, that why wasn't there a video of his face, you know, just sitting there going, hey, everybody, thanks for the prayers and everything. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling much better. Thank you. And they say he's almost fully recovered, even though I've known people who have gone into cardiac arrest and have had myocarditis and been severely, uh, uh, had severe condition and been hospitalized, is that it took weeks for them to recover, even to walk around. That they were, and these were healthy athletes. It didn't, they weren't walking around in a couple days. And this guy went into cardiac arrest. And then when Hamlin posted a video days later, uh, Peters and others suggested the clip was a, a deep fake created with artificial intelligence. They argue that ears, that Hamlin's ears looked awry, tattoos appeared missing, and movement seemed jittery. It's all, it's all possible. It's of concern. 
And then moving to this story, so SUNY forces freshmen to pass new diversity, equity, inclusion, and social justice class in order to graduate, sparking fury from their own professors. This is nuts. So SUNY is the uh, Southern University of New York, and uh, we'll just go, that was from the Daily Mail, and then the New York Post has the headline, SUNY makes new racial equity class mandatory for graduation at all schools. The 64-campus SUNY college system is turning into the woke University of New York telling incoming freshmen at all its colleges that they will have to pass a new diversity, equity, inclusion, and social justice-themed class to earn a diploma. This is just ridiculous. Do you see the fourth-generational warfare here? This is postmodern critical theory uh, nonsense. And quickly, I just wanted to go into DOD adds cognitive security to governmental disinformation campaign. This is from UncoverDC.com. And I'm just going to read the lead here really quickly. A 59-page report from the U.S. Government and Accountability Office, that's a GAO, underpins much of the updated information policy and guidelines that are now present in all batch, uh, branches of the U.S. military. This report is the big tell about the direction the DOD's thought process about the opportunities and threats of the DOD's national security mission. Familiar mis, dis, and malinformation terms like cognitive dimension of the information environment as well as, well as cognitive security is discussed. The goal of the report is to help our DOD protect the information environment GAO administered questionnaires to the leadership of 25 DOD organizations asking about the information environment's effect on their organizations. The performance audit was conducted from January 2021 to September 2022. Why is this concerned? Because what is cognitive security? Cognitive security or CogSec refers to practices, methodologies, and efforts made to defend excuse me, made to defend uh, against social engineering attempts, inter, international, intentional and unintentional manipulations and disruptions to cognition and sense-making. Cognitive security and cybersecurity context, however, usually refers to the application of AI and machine learning technologies, which are modeled on human cognition to, de to the detection of security threats in this respect. The two definitions are intertwined as research, which informs the practices and methodologies of the first definition, inform the models used in the second. Research on CogSec sits at the intersection of many fields, uh, building on research in the domains of sense-making, memory, active infer inference, and the neuroscience deception and counter-deception intelligence analysis, analysis, bibliometrics, knowledge management, Pedagogy and others. Cogsec.org sees a multidimensional basis for doctrine in this domain to provide, in order to provide a whole of nation defense enabled by tools, education, infrastructure, and stronger remote culture. What does this mean? What is this? Mind control. That's what cognitive security is to prevent uh, influence, particularly over the internet of your cognitive function, which is already going on, uh, particularly with the West and the US, as I said, the DOD, the CIA, FBI, uh, the federal government, and others use social media to influence how you're thinking and what you're thinking about. So this is basically cognitive security is protecting yourself or protecting the people that work at DOD from mind control.
So a last article here is just a Wall Street Journal. The SEC considers easing climate disclosure rules after investor pushback. Wall Street regulators is revisiting how proposals would affect financial reporting. Basically, that's going to look at S, uh, SEG, which is the... Uh, uh, which is the uh, social credit score for corporations. And then I just want to end up here with budget cigar recommendation. Uh, this is a cheap cigar. It's like four bucks, four or five bucks at, at your local smoke shop. Uh, Victor Sinclair uh, Legacy, uh, Connecticut cognac wrapper. Um, it's a flavorful cigar. They usually come boxed. Uh, these aren't boxed. Um, boxed is a, a little bit of a better cigar for a number number of different reasons. It, it has a square shape to it, um, but it is a very good cigar for, for the cost. I suggest spending more and getting a little better cigar, but it was a good tasting cigar, and if you're just starting out and you don't want to spend a lot of money, it's a flavorful cigar. It's uh, The wrappers are, are um, flavored with cognac, and a Connecticut wrapper is a good wrapper. Uh, the filler... I believe is Indonesian or Sumatran, uh, the binder, excuse me. And um, I believe the filler is uh, Nicaraguan. It's a mix. Uh, it's a blend of Nicaraguan and other uh, cigars. I had this uh, with a little bit of, uh, I had it with a nip of Evan Williams bourbon, which isn't the best bourbon, but wasn't too bad. It was the bottled and bond uh, variety, uh, 100 proof. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, so if you're looking for a, a cheap cigar and bourbon, you could go with an Evan Williams, like I bought a nip, whatever it was, a buck or whatever, and a $4 cigar. So for five bucks, you can have a nice, uh, a fairly nice cigar and a little bit of whiskey. So here's a picture of uh, my little $5 respite. Uh, Victor Sinclair Legacy Cigar, the Cognac wrapper. This one was a little dry. You can see there's a little cracking in the wrapper already. Um, with a Evan Williams bourbon. All right, that's so it for me. Uh, just uh, my parting thoughts on Ilan Omar. Uh, they all have to go. They're ridiculous, hysterical. Uh, they might very well appeal to activists, housewives, and, and people that are, you know, have their social diaper up their ass about whatever, you know, people being offended. Um, but the real concern is about Ilan Omar as much as it is about uh, Chinese spying, what looks to be uh, surveillance ahead of a possible nuclear strike. Um, that's really worrying. Also the fact of the, uh, well, the critical theory, the critical race theory uh, that's being propagated in the universities and making it a requirement for graduation. This is indoctrination, not graduation from higher learning. Um, you know, people gotta wise up. You know, they're indoctrinating your children at university. I don't suggest they go, unless you wanna go to Hillendale or, or, or someplace like that. Liberty University or some Christian university. Some, 
at least some university that's wise to what they're doing here. Um, it's all critical theory. Uh, it's postmodernism. Uh, it's making you criticize the foundations of freedom with, at least in the U.S. and with, you know, within which you live. And people have been living in liberty for so long, they think it'll never go away. Well, it's about to. So that's it for me. Uh, have a great weekend. Try a cigar, try a, a budget cigar and, and a little whiskey. Uh, it's good, good stuff. Don't forget, when you when you buy cigars, check it. If, when you roll it in your fingers, you shouldn't hear any crackling noise. And feel the end. The end shouldn't be hard, it should be soft. So you always wanna check the quality of the cigar. The quality of the cigar is actually more important than what type of cigar. Um, because you'll never really understand what smoking a good cigar is like if you don't pay attention to quality. That's the whole bit behind humidors and everything that you have to keep the cigar moist or relatively moist. All right, so for me, have a great weekend. See you Monday. This is all a conspiracy. Don't you know that is a conspiracy there? I learned everything I know about how to be a good father from Joe Biden.